Welcome to the Her Inspired Journey podcast, a show all for women about living your best life and fulfilling your passions from the backcountry to the table. No matter where you are, what hurdles you faced, or where you want to go next, we're right here on this journey with you. It's time to take charge, pave your way, and create success. Oh my gosh, it's hard to believe that it's time for another episode of the Her Inspired Journey podcast. But as always, I'm super excited to be on, to be where you are right now and to be chatting with you. Today's topic is honestly something that hits so close to home for me. And it was a topic that had been brought up when I asked for recommendations a long time ago. And it's something that I feel like, uh, I don't know how you want to look at it. Fortunately or unfortunately, I've really refined over my years as an adult. Uh, but before we get into today's episode, the topic of overcoming obstacles, I wanted to read a review and we've got some really awesome one lately. I just can't say enough wonderful things and thank yous to each one of you who are taking the time. I know I always drop the ball when I say, yeah, I'm going to leave a review on this or yeah, I'm going to go over there and give some feedback and then something comes up and I always forget to do it. So I'm just as guilty as everybody else. But this review on iTunes comes from Darianne Peterson and she says, I've got addicted to listening to Courtney's podcast. Every episode, I'm always a little skeptical because I'm not really a person who likes to talk about goals, healthy, what I want and feel in life, but she's always seems to hit every topic spot on. Each episode is something new and exciting. As a fellow woman hunter, it's also exciting to listen to like women get together and discuss their stories, pointers, and so much more. I was lucky enough to go to one of Courtney's seminars and highly suggest it. So thank you to Darian Peterson for leaving that review and literally to every single one of you who took the time because like I just said, it's so hard sometimes to even make that, you know, 30 seconds to a minute happen where you stop what you're doing in life, you press the pause button and you make it happen. So I really do appreciate you investing the time to do that for me. Before we dive into today's episode, though, I have to give a special shout out to the sponsor of this episode, Maven Built Optics. If you follow me, if you see any of my social media or you know me personally, you know that I choose and I have chose for the last four years to run Maven Optics. The reason being the quality of the products that are put out by this company are truly unmatched. The quality, the cost, the mission behind what they want to do with this brand lines up with exactly what I'm doing and where I want to be. So I definitely recommend going online, checking out mavenbuilt.com. They've got full line of binoculars from an introductory line to their top level. They've also got the RS1 and the RS2 rifle scopes, which I'm running the RS1 right now on my rifle and absolutely love it. I grew up with like subpar to say the least. Uh, rifle scopes. And I'm just like as happy as I can possibly be now with the RS1. It's a two and a half to 15. And it just is so crisp and so clear with a 44 millimeter objective, which lets in so much light, everything super bright. Uh, But they're also releasing the S2. It's the spotting scope. I don't know a ton about it, but I know that I'm really, really excited to check it out. It's the ultralight spotting scope, and it's going to make such a nice accessory to have in the backcountry of Idaho this year. So get online, mavenbuilt.com, and check out what they've got going on. 
Also, as promised, I am going to be announcing on this episode the winner of the three free months of training with Her Inspired Fitness. So this is all about a customizable program, whether you're working out at home, whether you're in the gym, whether you're on the road or you're outdoors, wherever you are, this program is customized to helping you be in tip-top shape for hunting season this year. We work on things like increasing your draw weight, Uh, improving your shooting consistency and your stamina behind holding full draw shots. Um, We also work on building endurance, uh, strength and stamina for the mountain. Nobody wants to be at the bottom of a giant mountain wishing we could get to the top. So we're doing everything we possibly can in this program to make sure you are 100% ready for any and all hunts that you're facing this year. So I will be announcing the winner at the end of this episode, so make sure you stay. This is going to be a shorter one today. And I'm also going to include a huge incentive and kickback for everybody that's listening today. So make sure you stay tuned to the end to find out exactly what it is. I also wanted to let you know, if you are somebody who doesn't necessarily listen to podcasts all the time, or maybe you don't have the opportunity to listen, or if you have a friend or a coworker who wants to get involved and have this rich content, but doesn't necessarily want to get into podcasting, I encourage you to head over to the website nutritionrealign.com. There's a specific specific page on there where you can get access to all of the show notes. And this one today is going to be put into blog format. So anybody that you think might need this information or might find value in having these different tips that I'm going to give today, send them over to the website nutritionrealign.com and have them get involved in the blog. All right, without further ado, we are getting into today's show. And the topic where we are discussing is overcoming obstacles And I hate to say it, but honestly, it's something that I'm pretty proud of. I have faced a lot of obstacles, and I'm talking about everything from your daily normal life where you're facing hurdles to traumatic situations uh, to divorce and all of the things in between. So overcoming obstacles and really becoming a resilient person is something that has taken a lot of time and determination. When I first really started facing things, even if you like look back, you know, at your high school days or going through college, you know, we've all faced things that, you know, we feel are close to the chest that are hard for us to, to deal with or to get over or to keep perspective on. And it's something, like I said, that for me, I really feel like I've started to look at different scenarios and challenges with new perspective. And I think it's really helped me to get through them with grace and to just get through them. So, um, you know, I think for anybody listening, whether you're facing just this normal, everyday, overwhelmed kind of stuff or you are going through some more heavy situations, life is giving you not such a good hand, I think it's really uh, vital to to hone in on how we get through those things. And so today I want to walk through a few different steps that you can really use, incorporate, and um, just keep as such valuable information for when you come face to face with something that happens next. And it was it was kind of funny because over the weekend, I was really starting to think about this and why this was so important to me. And I wouldn't say that I'm a very emotional person in the way that I don't typically now anyways in life, I can process things pretty clearly. And I think I remain fairly objective when it comes to these kind of things. 
But long story short, I was sitting up on top of a mountain. This was my last official weekend to go and spring bear hunt here in Oregon before my schedule with work, travel, events just gets absolutely crazy and then the season will be over. So this is kind of like my last hurrah to get out there. And, you know, we've we've hunted decently hard. Um, I haven't had a ton of time, but the time I've had, we've really been diligent about doing lots of glassings, hitting the right spots, hiking in, cutting trails into places and, you know, putting skin in the game. So I feel like, you know, I've 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 hunted hard and I've really been trying to make the most of it. So for me, when I get to the end of this road, so to speak, and the sun setting on, it was Saturday night, Sunday was, you know, Mother's Day, so I couldn't do much then. And I was just like, so bummed out. I was so bummed out that, you know, I have this tag and I wasn't going to be able to fill it. And although all of the things coming up next are wonderful and they're blessings and I'm super excited, I was just still really I felt like such a failure in not being able to fill this tag. And so I, as I'm sitting there and the sun's going down and everything is just beautiful. I'm at the top of this mountain. I can see mountain ranges for as far as you can see in almost every direction. The terrain, the landscape, the colors, everything is so beautiful. And I started to cry. And for me, it's about... The success of something isn't always what the main objective is, right? So I want to, I have a bear tag to fill the bear tag, to put meat in the freezer, to feed my family, all of those kind of things. But I think what happens sometimes is that we miss the opportunity for other successes to happen and for us to embrace them. So as I'm sitting there and I start to get emotional and I'm feeling really disappointed and let down in myself that maybe maybe I didn't do it right, maybe I wasn't in the right spots, maybe, you know, all of those things, you can kind of start to chalk it up. And then I started to think, but you're missing the point just because you didn't reach some set expectation or standard doesn't mean that it's a failure. And I kind of started to think and like analyze different areas of my life, some that are, you know, of overwhelm, some that are stressed, some that are these huge blessings. And I started to really think about how we mentally chalk things up to either being good or bad. And where we see ourselves in our actions is either progress or failure. And we try to have this very black and white approach, like if we didn't succeed, it was a fail. But I think in doing so, we're really setting ourselves up for missing the point. And so I know that this might not apply to everybody. You might not be out on a bear hunt or trying to fill a tag, or you might not even be a hunter. But I think the main point to to really grasp here is that it's time for you to start looking at life in a way that's not just black and white. There needs to be the ability to see areas for growth and building your character and becoming strong-willed and putting on your armor so that you always know no matter what happens, you will get through it, you'll find the good in it, and you will view those obstacles as opportunities to make yourself a better, stronger, and more capable person. I know that if we open up and letting situations or circumstances be used for possible growth, we totally win. But in today's episode, I want you to remember that I get being overwhelmed. So as I'm giving you these tips and this advice, trust me when I say that it's easier said than done most of the time. We have to stay diligent and persistent in 
keeping perspective in those things. So as you walk through fires and you start to get overwhelmed and you're wanting just to shut down and throw in the towel, I think you really have to like make a point to stop and pause and go, okay, but I'm going to look at the good in this or okay, but I'm going to remember the things that I have that I'm thankful for. So as you're walking through it, it's okay if you have to stop often and press the reset button because things don't happen perfectly the first time. And you need to remember to give yourself grace because it's going to be easy to get overwhelmed. It's going to be easy to fall into a pity party and use whatever hurdle you're facing or whatever challenges in front of you to spiral into other areas of life. And I know that me personally, I have done that so many times where I'm going through life and I'm just facing like normal day to day kind of things and something will happen. And here's the most ridiculous example that I can give you. I am not a technology person at all. Me and computers, me and tech, anything, just we're like oil and water. It just doesn't work well. So from the time, you know, computers started coming out, I started doing things online and all this kind of stuff. I seem to fail there all the time. A computer will shut down. I'll lose what I'm doing, whatever the case may be. And so I can remember on several occasions having one of those things happen. I'm working hard on a project. Boom, computer's down, can't get my stuff, or I'm trying to upload or change a file and I just can't do it. And my silly mindset back in the day was, I just fail at everything. You know, this thing will just be the, that little tiny spark that I needed to ignite all of the other stuff that's been brewing in me. So you have this one little scenario that happens. And like I said, it could be something as trivial as a computer issue, or you can't find your keys, or, you know, you lost X, Y, and Z again. Those things have the ability to like be the ignition for all hell to break loose in your life. And that's why when I say it's important to keep perspective, because if we don't, if all of a sudden this one small thing can happen and it just lights such a fire in us that everything becomes bad, we start to recognize all of the failures. We start to sabotage ourselves. We start to believe that we're not worth it. We're not worthy. We're not capable. We're a, you know, all a failure, all of those things. Then we can't deal with what that small problem is because it's now just engulfed in this mindset of negative and this mindset of not enough or always failing. So I think one of the major things that I want you to take away from this podcast and these words that I want to share with you is to keep perspective because we all know with how busy life is, all of the things that we have to deal with, the areas that you're pulled, you know, so many different directions, keeping perspective is literally one of the hardest things to do. So I highly, highly recommend staying objective when you face different hurdles. Don't let yourself bunch this one thing up into that other thing that happened the other day and the the job, you know, drama that you've been dealing with and the, the kid overwhelm and the financial issues. Don't let them ball up and snowball you. It will ultimately sabotage any and all progress and success that you have and your ability to remain positive. So look at each one with an objective outlook instead of letting the emotion of things come in. You also need to switch up the mindset between looking through it as a problem and looking through it as an opportunity to figure out how to move 
forward. You know, it's easy to throw in the towel or to get to a, a place of adversity and go, uh, okay, maybe I, I really don't need to follow through. Maybe I didn't need to really get there anyways. Maybe I'll just give up because that'll be easier than figuring out how to dig in and find or create success and to create your way, your, your new path through there. So instead of looking through it as, and seeing the problem, look through it and see the opportunity for figuring it out, for gaining strength and for building your character. They always say God will not give somebody more than they can get through. You'll never be tested more than what you can handle. And whether you believe or you have faith or you believe in God, I, I believe with a hundred percent, all of my heart, you will never be given more than you can handle, but it's in how you choose to handle it. And if you allow yourself the grace to get through it. So we're going to talk about six tips, six of my top tips for growing through and going through growing and going through obstacles and not waving the towel or letting it beat you into a failure way of thinking. Tip number one, take the emotion out of it. I know that we are so closely tied to the things that happen in our life and attaching a feeling behind it, but remaining to some degree neutral when these things happen or sitting in that moment right? And feeling those things and being frustrated or being upset or feeling defeated or being saddened by it. That's okay. Sit there for a moment. Give yourself a little bit of time, but then begin to remove that emotion out of it, not permanently attach frustration or failure to whatever you're dealing with. You have to switch gears and start to look at it from the outside in. How would you talk to a friend, family, coworker, loved one, your son or daughter, your mom or dad? How would you look at them? How would you speak to them about whatever this problem is? When you are less emotionally tied to something, you increase your ability to act and think practically. So don't allow yourself to, to sit in the sadness or to sit in the failure, or to snowball it in with anything else that's been going in your life. Think about it, allow yourself some time, and then I want you to take the emotion out of it, look at it through somebody else's eyes, and start to begin to figure out a way. Trust me, it's not easy to do that. And I'm not saying for somebody to to be faced with something and to not feel connected to it. Think it's important that we understand why we have the emotional triggers that we do. But I also believe that when we stay in that and we allow ourselves to be consumed by whatever that negative feeling is, we don't have the ability to work through it. It's so fogged up by the feeling of that emotion. The emotion takes over and it doesn't allow us to grow through the process. Tip number two ask for help in finding a solution. And this is an area that I struggle with big time because I am a firm believer that we don't want to make anybody else the the baggage hauler for our issues. We need to deal with things. We need to process them ourselves. But I think that there's a really, um, there's a huge difference in asking for help to figure something out um, and then dumping something else on somebody, right? So What I mean by that is, you know, I'm going to say I'm faced with uh, my computer crashes again. 
and I can't figure out how to get this done for this project. I'm not going to take my computer to somebody and just say, I suck at this. I can't do it. Here you go. Figure it out. I'll call me when it's done. If that's my issue, I'm going to take my computer to somebody who knows way more about computers than I do. And I'm going to say, look, this is the problem I'm dealing with. I don't know anything about computers or how to fix it myself without jumping through 900 hoops that won't make sense to me. Can you help me walk through this, this problem together? And sometimes those problems are way bigger. Sometimes it's a financial issue, a relationship issue. Sometimes, you know, it's dealing with getting laid off from work or a family member battling cancer. Sometimes you need to just have the perspective of a third party, a friend, like, you know, somebody who is not directly involved in that emotion or in that struggle or battle, because those people are able to remain more objective than we ever can, even when we try to be. So ask for help without allowing you the opportunity just to dump your baggage onto somebody else and have them fix it. Use this opportunity of whatever you're facing to overcome it yourself with the help, inspiration, guidance, or confirmation from somebody else. Tip number three, dissect the problem. And this is something that is really big for me and that I try to implement with all areas of life, whether it's a success that I've had or a failure that I've had or some kind of a challenge. I wanna figure out from every single angle what the actual problem is. I think too, because we have so much going on in life that we're able to take the potential of something small and fester it up to being something bigger than it is. So look at it from all different angles, figure out what its true effects are, and then figure out how to work backward to untangle the problem. Because if you don't take that first initial time to really dissect what the problem is, why it's an issue, what we're facing, what you're actually looking at, We tend to make things, especially with that emotional connection, a bigger deal than what they need to be. And it's funny because I know you've probably been in a situation in life where you face something or something's happened and it's been brought to your attention or it's affected you and and immediately you're like, it's the biggest issue ever. Oh my gosh, how are you going to deal with it? You're so overwhelmed. You don't know what to do. You lock up. And then as days go by, that issue probably be kind of is just like almost irrelevant. Like it becomes not that big of a deal or not that major of a struggle. So if you can dissect the problem, sometimes you can even mitigate dealing like what you have to deal with or how big something becomes. So if we fail to see exactly what we're dealing with, sometimes that emotional connection can make those things feel more significant in our life. Tip number four, is to stay in tune with your feelings. And I think that this is kind of interconnected with a lot of these other things that as we get busier in our lives or as we're dealing with other areas that may be causing stress, we can snowball all of the feelings that we have in every area of our life into one, whether that's a happiness, uh, an excitement, uh, an overwhelm, Um, something that's happened that may have caused trauma, those all get kind of snowballed in together. And I think if you're not staying in tune with what you're feeling, maybe through journaling 
or through some, you know, self um, exploration, meditation. Um, if you're not investing in how you're feeling, I think it's really easy to lose sight of what those things are. And, you know, walking through challenges sometimes where you're, you're feeling like, okay, things fine. Life is good. I've got this. Things are going great. But then that one little thing of adversity happens and all of a sudden it's like a bomb went off in your life and you can't handle anything. And most of the time, those are tied back to feelings that haven't been explored or dealt with or recognized or acknowledged. So make it a routine thing to almost be like proactive in, in working before the problem to just stay in touch with how you're feeling and to check in and to give yourself, and I, and I, I say this a lot, give your soul what it needs on a daily basis, whether that's 35 seconds of something or if that's you know, an hour and a half, give your soul what it needs every single day. It's like watering the plants. And you know, ultimately, those plants will not sustain life if you don't give them what they need to survive. And your soul and your body and your mind and your heart are the same way. You have to be giving it something in order for the end result to be something beautiful and something good. So stay in touch with your feelings, write it down, um, talk with friends, be open. And that's coming from somebody who is not a very open book. Um, I I talk a lot about my life and all these things, but when it comes to feelings, especially in areas that are either very good or very bad, I can talk about the in-between stuff, but I seem to not celebrate the really good and I seem to hold close the things that are really bad. So for me, I know it's especially important to be journaling things down because if you don't you end up stuffing down emotions that eventually in not so beautiful ways will come back. Tip number five is to commit yourself to finding a solution and I think out of all of these tips this would be one of my number ones that I know personally have led me to being more successful in my life, in my relationships, uh, being a parent, uh, running and, and creating a business and a brand is that I used to be the kind of person that was like what you would call a negative Nancy. And for people who know me now, you might find that hard to believe. But trust me when I say I was not the life, you know, the glass is half full. I was definitely the glass is half empty. And for me, finding a way to find solutions was a major challenge because I had the mindset of somebody who wanted to throw in the towel. It was much easier for me to give up and to 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 convince myself that I didn't need to get where I was trying to go or get through that problem to begin with because it justified my excuse of just turning and walking away. And it was when I really started to adopt the mindset of, and this is this was my literal thought, and it's my mantra. It's been my mantra for a long time. It might not resonate with any of you or it might really resonate with some of you, but God thinks I'm a badass because if he can have given me this and that and the other and all of the things that I've gone through, he must feel like I am hard-willed and determined in a warrior that will get through it. But I didn't always used to feel that way. When I was, um, I had a very traumatic incident happen when I was 18. And I may or may not talk about that someday. I don't know. 
Regardless, it was something that was extremely heavy and hard for me to overcome. And at that moment, in the dirt of just feeling like the worst I've ever felt, I thought, if I can make it through this, I know I can make it through anything. I can. And I know that. I still didn't know that I could get through it. I still didn't know that I would get through it. But I knew that if I could, it would mean I could get through anything. And as situations and in normal kind of daily life stuff and as these struggles have presented and I've and I've sat in the moment and I've thought about the feelings and then I've gone, okay, I have two options here. I either toe the line, suit up, and I figure out a way, even if it's a modified version of going through, I figure out a way to get to the other side or I back down and I give up. And from somebody that used to be the kind of person who would give up all the time, I started getting really sick of that. I was sick of giving up. I was tired of turning around and walking away and deciding that where I was going wasn't that important because I'm damn sure that if I was going there, it was because I wanted to be there. So I started to look at things and figure out how, even if there's a small course change, I have to figure out the way to move through the challenge and not just give up because ultimately I miss the opportunity to grow and to learn and to build character and to become that strong will determined woman if I go the other direction or if I back down or if I convince myself through justification that it wasn't what I wanted in the first place. So becoming persistent will always give you the best, even if it doesn't feel like it, it will give you the best opportunity and momentum for making progress in every area of your life. Tip number six is I want you to become the most patient person you know. And if you're anything like me, you just kind of like rolled your eyes and cringed just a little bit because patience is one of those things that is so hard to control. And I say that because I I feel it and I see it and I work with a lot of people who ultimately give up on themselves. They come to me for coaching because they're at a point where they've tried the weight loss. They've tried following a nutrition plan. They've tried eating healthy. They've tried losing the weight. They've tried recovering from, you know, depression and sadness and anxieties, and they can't do it anymore. And they end up ultimately giving up on themselves and saying, I just can't do it anymore. And learning to become a patient person isn't about just saying, okay, there's this this uh, this challenge or this adversity or this, this, there's this uh, annoying person that I have to deal with. I need to stay patient. It's staying patient with yourself and with the process. And when I talk about this specific tip in overcoming these obstacles and being resilient, being patient is with yourself. It's with your situations. It's with the hand, so to speak, that you've been dealt. And instead of looking at the this this next hurdle that you'll be faced with because you will be faced with another hurdle probably sooner than you'd like. You stay patient in knowing this is not all interconnected. This isn't a reflection of you or your worth or the things that you may have done in your past that feel like it's led you here. This is all just a part of life. And so staying patient with yourself through the process is what it will take to be resilient, persistent, determined, successful, happy, 
encouraged. So stay patient with yourself through the process, through diving into your emotions, through learning how to navigate a course change. The next time something comes to stand in your way, step back and follow these steps and do it multiple times. You're going to have to work through these more times than you want. But over time, I guarantee you, you condition your mind to working through them and keeping an objective mindset and not giving up in the face of defeat. Regardless of if this hurdle or storm or you're walking through the trenches and it's the most awful thing you've dealt with or these are all things a part of life. Following these six steps, I promise you, will give you that next level perspective that you need to get through it. I promise you with every fiber of my being. And if you have to walk through these six steps like you're on a hamster wheel, it's going to ultimately help you be more successful in facing these challenges in the past because you are a badass and you can face them and you can fight them and you can overcome things. But a huge part of that is in the mindset that you have when you're dealt with these. Instead of the next time something happens, you're going, of course, of course this happened. This is, this is what I do. I struggle. This is it. I'm always dealing with something. I'm always failing. I always throw in the towel and blow my diet. I'm never going to lose the weight. I just suck at this. Trust me, that, that was my mindset. That was where I went all of the time. And the next time something happens, You decide that you're going to be objective, right? You're not going to be tied to the emotion of it. You're going to ask for help or you're going to remove yourself if you can't ask for help and you're going to dissect it from all different angles. You're going to commit yourself to finding a solution and a way through it. You're going to stay in tune with your feelings no matter if those things, you know, pivot and they change all of the time. You have the ability to control overcoming whatever you face. As long as you're willing to put in the work it takes to stay patient with yourself and to maneuver your way past it. I really hope that this gives you some insight. I really hope that it allows you to have perspective and perseverance and determination. And one of the biggest things that I want to stop you right now in what you're doing and say is that you will find a way. I have all of the confidence in the world That no matter how big or how small or how trying or how often this thing keeps reoccurring in your life, you will find a way to armor up, to build yourself into the warrior that will get through it. And the next time these things happen, you have tools in the toolbox for getting through them. Thank you so much for diving in. I want to keep today short and sweet. I want it to be something that you can replay, that you can resonate with, and that you can take action on. So no matter where you are or what you're facing or how you feel or how lost it may seem, cling on to any bits and pieces you can until you dig yourself out of where you are. Have an awesome day. I thank you guys so much for being a part of this journey with me, for allowing me to share my story with you allowing me to have used the things that I've been through in the past and the scenarios that I've embraced and and endured to become a piece of the puzzle that helps you reclaim your life and your mindset and take charge of where you're going. Have a beautiful day. 
All right, all right, all right. I did not forget. This is the moment that you all have been waiting for, and I get to announce the winner of the three free months of training with Her Inspired Fitness. Again, I have to press the pause button just to say a huge thank you, a huge heartwarming, loving, fully embraced thank you. Every single one of you who decides to jump into this journey with me is a big part of where I'm going, what I'm doing, and who I'm serving. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being in this with me and going through life together. So without further ado, the winner of the three free months with Her Inspired Fitness is going to Shay N0232. She left a review on iTunes and the review reads, and I'm actually reading this for the first time, so I am super excited. It is titled Real and Raw. It says, I started listening to Courtney's podcast after following her on Instagram. After I found out about her podcast, I was absolutely so excited to start them. I'm hooked. I love how honest and real she presents herself and her past experiences. Most of the things that you see on social media is just the positive side of things. It always has to be picture perfect. But listening to her podcast makes it okay for you just to be real with yourself. Not everything in your life is going to go as planned or how you want it to go. Listening to her inspired journey honestly inspires me. She is so motivating in fitness, family, and even the hunting world. I just began archery not long ago and feel so connected to Courtney when she talks about it. I love hearing other empowering women talk about hunting and archery. I highly recommend listening to her podcast. You won't regret it. Thank you, Courtney, for keeping it raw and real 10 out of 10. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. And what a perfect review for the topic that we had on hand today. I really, really connect with that. And thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to working with you and to getting you connected into this fitness training program. So as promised, I also have a big perk for everybody who's listening to this podcast right now. I am going to give you a huge savings if you decide to jump into the ladies archery bow hunting workout program. You are going to get a discount of 110 bucks at savings by using the code TIME TO BUILD in capitals TIME TO BUILD T I M E T O B U I L D. That'll save you 110 bucks at checkout and we'll get you in the door training with me on a customized fitness training program that will get you exactly where you want to go. Thank you all again so much for jumping in with me today, and I hope that you enjoyed the show. Well, ladies, that does it for this show for today. I hope that you found some inspiration, some good advice, and definitely some encouragement to take with you on the rest of your week. I'm already looking forward to coming back next week and giving you some more insight, some inspiration, and some tips on how to navigate your best life. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Your feedback is so important to me. I would love to know the questions that you have, any topics or ideas, and your feedback. You are so valuable to me, and I really appreciate you taking the time to leave the review and subscribe to the show. See you next week on Her Inspired Journey.